Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Going on. Northbound Backlick Road near John Marr Drive was a report of a wreck. In Maryland, 202 near the Baltimore-Washington Parkway was a report of a crash. And northbound I-295 near Laboratory Road, the wreck had been on the right side with delays off of the inner loop from 210. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert forecast from Brian Vandegraaff. Well, not a lot of moisture out there this morning. Maybe a sprinkler, too. The system coming through fairly dry. It's okay. We're going to just look for some breezes to pick up and eventually clouds and sunshine mixed together and temperatures in the mid-40s to the afternoon, but a bit of a wind chill. Overnight, 30s with winds calming. will be partly cloudy tomorrow. Looking at more of the same with a mix of sun and clouds. Not quite as windy, but still staying in the mid-40s. Milder air, it's just around the corner, though. We're back into the 50s for the day on Friday and Saturday. Plenty of sunshine. Highs pushing 60. I'm 70. Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. We have 38 degrees now in Gaithersburg, 40 in both Arlington and Lanham. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up. Breaking news. Television legend Norman Lear has died at the age of 101. We'll talk to our entertainment editor, Jason Fraley, at 9.15. A teenager is being charged as an adult, accused of carjacking an FBI agent. After years of complaints, this stretch of Massachusetts Avenue has a new speed limit. I'm Scott Gelman. A local basketball star launching her own brand of wine. Nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A TV pioneer is gone. Norman Lear, the man who brought us all in the family, has died. CBS's Bill Whitaker looks back. For a time on television, Norman Lear was king. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. His reign began in 1971 when he created an insurgent little sitcom, All in the Family. The language was shocking. Now let me tell you something. If your spicks in your spades want their rightful share of the American dream, let them get out there and hustle for it just like I do. The topics, from homosexuality to rape to racism, were rarely seen on TV before. The central character, a politically incorrect working-class bigot, Archie Bunker. I didn't have no million people out there marching and protesting to get me my job. No, his uncle got it for him. All in the Family was the number one show for five straight years. Lear also brought us the story of an outspoken middle-aged woman. Also, the Jeffersons and Good Times. Aren't you glad you let your fingers do the walking because you got kids and dynamite? Doing the talking. His family says TV writer and producer Norman Lear died at his home in Los Angeles. He was 101 years old. Time has named its Person of the Year. Taylor Swift, who's been showered with love from fans around the world with her era's tour in film, gets the honor. Time's editor-in-chief says no one else on the planet today can move people so well. And in a divided world, he says, Swift has found a way to transcend borders and be a source of light. She has 278 million Instagram followers. Police in Texas say a suspect has been arrested and charged with capital murder after a multi-city shooting spree. 
CBS Austin's Abigail Velez. According to authorities, the man who has not been identified left the crime scene in San Antonio and headed north to Austin, where he's suspected of killing four more people. Police say he killed a total of six. No word on his relation to the victims. There are flood alerts across parts of northern Idaho, Oregon, and Washington State this morning. This man's in Arlington. This is the worst I have personally seen in since I've had my license been able to travel around. It just looks like a river. More than six inches of rain have fallen over the past two days. And again, our top story, TV producer and writer Norman Lear, dead at the age of 101. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 9.03 on Wednesday, December 6th. We're at 38 degrees. A few lingering sprinkles this morning. Highs in the mid-40s. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Mark Lewis. With the top local stories we're following this hour, a 17-year-old is under arrest, accused of carjacking an FBI agent last month in D.C. Devontae Lynch is being charged as an adult. According to court documents, the victim says she parked and exited her vehicle in the 100 block of 12th Street Northeast when two men knocked her to the ground. She then reports becoming disoriented and seeing a man pointing a gun at her while she laid on her back. The suspects then demanded her keys, phone, and drove away in her car. About 15 minutes later, the car was found less than a mile from where it was taken. Lynch was arrested at his home on Monday and is being held without bond. Police are continuing to look for the second person involved. Cheyenne Current, WTOP News. Happening today, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and the city's police chief, Pamela Smith, are set to meet with members of Congress behind closed doors. On the agenda, discussions of how federal authorities can help the city fight crime. The meeting, confirmed by a spokesperson at the House Oversight Committee, signals a more diplomatic approach to an issue that's repeatedly pitted federal legislators against local ones. Twice this year, Congress has voted to block D.C. bills amid concerns about public safety. Hearings proved fertile ground for House Republicans to paint Democratic leadership as unequipped to address crime. Both sides are hoping to make progress as the city is on track to finish this year with more homicides than ever, dating back to 1997. After years of complaints from residents about speeding drivers, the speed limit has been lowered on a stretch of road in Montgomery County. The Maryland State Highway Administration has been studying this stretch of Massachusetts Avenue between Sangamore Road and Westmoreland Circle since 2019. But Eric Florence with the agency says the pandemic delayed any action. Now the speed limit has been changed from 35 to 30. Florence explains that decision was made after reviewing driving patterns along the road. Elizabeth Deedle, who didn't want to be recorded but lives nearby, tells WTOP drivers slow down around the circle but then speed up again when the roads become straight. She says cars zip around her when she's making a left turn onto her street. In Montgomery County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Deaths on Maryland roadways are nearing a 16-year high, and state officials are putting a new plan in action. 
we could see more than 600 roadway fatalities by the end of this year. That's a number that we haven't seen since 2007. Joe McAndrew is MDOT's Assistant Secretary for Planning and Project Development. It's imperative that we put the action in the Pedestrian Safety Action Plan. There are 23 corridors around the state slated for improvements under this action plan, including a stretch of east-west highway in Hyattsville in New Hampshire Avenue from the Beltway into Langley Park. The improvements will vary by need, but could include reduced speed limits, narrower lanes, restrictions on where you can turn, and other options. The first to be completed should be along New Hampshire Avenue. In Hyattsville, John Dome and WTOP News. It appears drones are becoming a problem during Ravens games at Baltimore's M&T Bank Stadium. Authorities say eight drones violated air restrictions just last month by flying during the games. One game in mid-November had to be delayed twice due to a drone flyover. A stadium security official tells the Baltimore Sun, in general, folks flying the drones are trying to get a photo or a video of the event and likely don't realize they're violating flight restrictions. The concern, though, is if the operator loses control, that someone could get hurt. Unionized journalists and other staff at the Washington Post are set to strike for 24 hours. Around 700 reporters, editors, photographers, and other staff will walk out tomorrow for the whole day. The Post's union claims management has been negotiating in bad faith for the past year and a half over contracts and at the same time have laid off 40 people. They're also looking for voluntary buyouts of another 240 staff. Staff in D.C. plan to picket in front of their K Street D.C. headquarters from 8 a.m. until midnight. The paper is projecting to end the year with a $100 million loss. Former publisher of the Wall Street Journal, Will Lewis, is expected to take over management of the Post in January. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It is not clear what disruptions may come from a walkout. Managers at the Post have yet to comment on this strike. Keep it here on WTOP, coming up in Money News. A big pharma makes its Maryland presence even bigger. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 908. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Time again for traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler, what's happening now? Well, we're starting to see a new delay form, Michelle. This will be northbound 95 from Dale City in toward Woodbridge. That's where we have a report of a crash. So keep an eye out for a response showing up there. <clears throat> if you're coming from there to the Beltway, the inner loop of the Beltway is slow out of Springfield, headed past Braddock Road. Then you're going to find the delay from 66 and off of the toll road, headed toward Georgetown Pike with nothing reported. You also have the delays on the uh, outer loop in Maryland coming from Georgetown Road and off the southbound spur. This will take you across the American Legion Bridge. Watch out for that work they usually set up along the right side. Uh, Southbound Georgia Avenue at Connecticut Avenue. Work reportedly set up along the right side of both roadways. Also, northbound 210 after Swan Creek. That broken down vehicle should be cleared. But southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway near Route 100. That wreck was in the left lane and delays had been back to 195. If you're uh, driving in the district, northbound I-295 near Laboratory Road, the right lane had been blocked with that crash. Now, the delays are easing back a bit, so I'm going to assume that that one's out of the roadway. We're just seeing delays from the Maryland-D.C. line, no longer off of the Beltway. That interloop delay is just passing 295, headed to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Uh, if you're on southbound I-295, that actually looks good coming from the 11th Street Bridge. It is southbound D.C. 295 that has the delays off the BW Park 
Parkway, headed all the way past East Capitol Street. There had been an earlier wreck near Benning Road uh, that had been reported in the roadway. In Virginia, eastbound 66 near 28 in Centerville, there was an early or earlier broken down vehicle in the express lanes. We still have the pretty bad wreck on eastbound Route 7, Leesburg Pike, between Beulah Road and Tolston Road. However, now the roadway is no longer closed. <clears throat> You're staying far right to get by. Comcast Business offering the small business bonus. Switch to business internet from the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business powering possibilities. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Brian Vandegraaff now with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Tracking some breezes through the afternoon, gusty at times, and cool temperatures. Mix of sun and clouds, a sprinkler flurry, not out of the question, but not a ton of moisture through the afternoon. Overnight, 30s and 20s, it will be cold. Some frost on the windshield tomorrow morning. By afternoon tomorrow, mid and upper 40s with a mix of sun and clouds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 in Reston and Bethesda at this hour, 42 on the National Mall. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment. No interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 910 on WTOP Money News at 10 and 40 with Jeff Claybaugh. The Federal Reserve wants to see the labor market cool. More evidence. It is. Payroll firm ADP this morning says private employers added just 103,000 jobs in November. Leisure and hospitality, mostly bars, restaurants, and hotels, cut jobs for the first time since early 2021. Some home buyers bit the bullet this summer and took on higher mortgage rates with hopes of refinancing lower. Some may already have done it. Applications to refinance a mortgage jumped 14% last week when mortgage rates fell to the lowest level since August. Drug giant AstraZeneca, already one of Montgomery County's biggest employers with 4,300 employees at its Gaithersburg campus has signed a lease for significantly more space in Gaithersburg. The Washington Business Journal says AstraZeneca brought Gaithersburg-based Metamune back in 2007 for $16 billion. The Business Journal says its new lease is more than 200,000 square feet. Wednesday trading gets underway in a few minutes ahead of the open. Dow futures are up 81 points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Head to Whole Foods Market for holiday party savings on delectable desserts, crisp wines, and more special finds now through December 12th. Coming up here on WTOP, a man who redefined the TV landscape in the 1970s and 80s has died. We'll take a look back at his legacy with our entertainment editor, Jason Fraley, just ahead. 912. Here's Jim Blankenhorn, Senior Vice President, Environment and Security at Amentum, in the new series, Top Voices, Creating a Safer, Smarter, Cleaner World, sponsored by Amentum. There's a number of technologies that are being investigated for capturing and uh, sequestering Mm -hmm. carbon emissions at the source. Uh, And then we talked about initiatives in the nuclear space with with next-gen reactors and small modular reactors and then again, there's uh, initiatives to support storage, batteries. We, we hear about a new battery technology. It seems like about once a month where mm-hmm. someone's had a breakthrough on efficiencies or, or outputs or materials of, of construction. And then another area that's a little bit longer term, but there is still uh, investments going in that regard, is infusion technology. So let's see, November this time last year and then again 
this past summer, I think in the May-June time frame, the National Ignition Facility at the Lawrence Livermore National Lab, twice now they have demonstrated uh, energy breakthrough. So more energy was produced from the target, from the reaction, than was put in to the reaction. Right. Uh, it's huge scientific breakthrough. Uh, and now it's back to, to industry now to figure out how to bring that technology to market. So That's more like quantum computing. The theory is known, <laughs> but to get Correct. to 100,000 uh, you know, qubits could be 50 years till there's any practical way because it requires supercooling. Same thing with these energy collider types of things to have any practical application enough to light up a light bulb. We're not quite there yet. We're not quite there. We demonstrated the technology, and now it's time. You know, now it's time for the for industry to really put their uh, technology development machines to work um, and, and to be able to bring this to market. To hear more of this interview, visit federalnewsnetwork.com, search Amentum. Coming up, the NBA's in-season tournaments move to Vegas. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. When was your last visit to MGM National Harbor? Did you dance the night away after some salsa lessons at Diablo's Cantina? Were you one of our hundreds of daily jackpot winners? Did you see your favorite star up close in our 3,000-seat theater? Or did you indulge in the seafood tower and Parker House rolls at Voltaggio Brothers Steakhouse? Maybe it's time for another visit to MGM National Harbor. Monumental happens here. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere different than you. For more than 30 years, the team behind Zelle has been supporting the financial services ecosystem by providing consumers and small businesses with the ability to quickly send and receive money. Today, we work with 2,100 banks and credit union brands to identify threats, educate consumers, and manage the network that helps millions of consumers and small businesses send and receive billions of dollars. Learn more at Zelle.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 915. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Mark Lewis. Thanks for joining us. We are remembering a legend this morning. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Those were truly the days in the 70s as groundbreaking television producer and writer Norman Lear revolutionized American comedy with shows such as All in the Family, Sanford and Son, Good Times, and a host of others. He also served as executive producer for movie blockbuster The Princess Bride. Joining us now to talk about his legacy and how he changed the TV landscape is our WTOP entertainment editor, Jason Fraley. Good morning, Jason. Norman Lear had his hands on so many hits that defined TV comedy. What will people remember most about his contributions? Oh, so much. I mean, I guess first and foremost would be All in the Family. It was such a phenomenon, mainstream phenomenon, and, and it was so genius. Like, he, we spoke to him a couple times, Norman Lear, and he was talking about how his own dad called him Meathead. That's where he got the idea. You know, he would say, you're a Meathead dead from the neck up. And that, so his own father, son struggles and generational culture wars sort of inspired those those legendary, legendary on-screen battles between Archie Bunker, um, who was, you know, more of the 
the conservative, really maybe, you know, backward kind of, you know, sitting on his couch versus Rob Reiner, who played Meathead, the son, you know, and they and they would go back and forth and tackle some really controversial subjects, you know, divorce and menopause and abortion and racial issues. And, you know, so Archie Bunker would be sort of the one saying, you know, the offensive thing that sadly too many Americans were probably saying privately. But then Meathead would come in as as Lear's voice. The, the voice of reason, enlightening everybody, trying to elevate the conversation and better us as a society. And, you know, even younger, younger viewers can, can see the, the legacy of Archie and Edith singing Those Were the Days in the, at the piano because that's sort of, that inspired the whole opening of Family Guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and, and just, just another thing on how big all the family was, um, uh, the WGA, the Writers Guild, you know, just was on strike and everything. They voted All in the Family the number two best written sitcom ever behind only Seinfeld. So that's ahead of MASH and Mary Tyler Moore in Cheers. Like, if you haven't had a chance to go back and watch All in the Family, the writing is amazing. Yes, it is. You interviewed Norman Lear a few times. What did you learn from him? Uh, yeah, we interviewed him for his book in 2015 and the Kennedy Center Honors, honors in 2017. Um, I didn't realize he flew 52 missions over Europe during World War II. They, they, they made him different back then. Greatest generation for sure. Um, but yeah, obviously we all know it produced more than a hundred TV shows, but I, I'd forgotten he had executive produced more than 20 movies. And like you said in the top, he, he produced a lot of, uh, Reiner's movies, Spinal Tap and Stand By Me and Princess Bride and, and all that stuff. Um, but we got to we got to mention all the 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 famous uh, sitcoms and spinoffs that all in the family uh, inspired too. Like that's the lasting legacy. The Jeffersons ran for like eleven seasons. You know, George and Wheezy were the Bun- Archie Bunker's uh, neighbors. You know, everyone can sing the theme song. That moving <laughs> on up to the East Side, to the deluxe apartment in the sky, and then uh, of course there was Maud with B. Arthur long before Golden Girls. Maud Maud had been Edith's uh, outspoken cousin that stopped by the Bunkers, and then uh, that even that sort of spawned. On good times because Florida Evans was mods made, and then we get JJ and Dynamite, and and so many other other iconic lines, and and, and then of course even non spinoffs. But Laura, uh, Lear also created Sanford and Son. You know, hear hear that Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you. Like so many of our favorite TV lines ever came from uh norman lear in, in sports we talk about coaching trees and you know all the other coaches that go on to win super bowls mm-hmm. but but uh you know norman lear's uh coaching tree of all in the family to maud to good times and then jefferson's and then uh, it, it just goes on and on and we still we'll be laughing forever watching these reruns he, and, he's absolute legend and as you wish jason fraley wtop <laughs> entertainment editor jason fraley Let's get you caught up now with traffic and weather on the 8s with Rita Kessler. And we have a pretty important problem right now on northbound 95. This is solid before Dale City, trying to head toward the Prince William Parkway, between Dale Boulevard and the Prince William Parkway. That's the scene of a tractor-trailer crash. Right now it is single file right, but at times they do have to temporarily stop traffic there. So one uh, one right lane getting you by northbound 95 after Dale City. Once you get past it, everything looks good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield. If you're on Route 7, that's our other trouble spot. It is eastbound Route 7. That is a solid backup trying to head to a point between Beulah Road and Tolston Road. Stay far right to get by the wreck, possibly under police direction through the area, but no longer seeing a delay in the westbound direction. Federal employees discover the value of Sentara Health Plans now in Northern Virginia. Visit SentaraHealthPlans.com slash federal. This plan is issued by Sentara Health Plans. Exclusions, terms, and conditions apply. I'm Rita Kessler, W. UTOP traffic. Seven News First Alert meteorologist 
Steve Rudin is with us. Steve, what is happening today? All righty. We're looking at our clouds are going to break apart as you move through the midday and through the afternoon. So brighter skies are on the way. Not total sunshine, but brighter skies. Most of the wet weather is now drawing to a close in the form of raindrops for the metro area. Around 45 degrees. That's it for a daytime high. May feel a little bit cooler than that with wind gusts upwards of 20 miles per hour. Mainly clear and cold overnight. We're around 30 by early tomorrow morning with highs again tomorrow around 45, 48 degrees. We're in the middle to upper 50s on Friday near 60 on Saturday and tracking moderate to heavy rain on Sunday, along with a chance for a few thunderstorms later in the day and into the evening. 39 in Springfield, 38 in Potomac, 42 downtown. Steve's forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber, heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, more than 100 people displaced after a fire in our region. We'll fill you in. It's 922. Do you have a vehicle that your family no longer needs? Send it on its next adventure by donating it to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Give before December 31st and qualify for a 2023 tax deduction. Call today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on healthcare in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the healthcare system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. WTOP is more than just a radio station. We're live online 24-7 at WTOP.com. We're never more than a couple of words away on your smart speaker. And we're available anywhere, anytime on your smartphone with the free WTOP app. For the information you need, your radio is only the beginning. Depend on us on all your devices. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station, WTOP News. Everything you need. Every time you listen. 924. More than 100 residents from an Upper Marlboro apartment building are waking up somewhere else after a fire last night. Prince George's County Fire and EMS says it happened yesterday afternoon on Largo Road near Riverdale Baptist Church. They found the fire that had already been extinguished by a sprinkler, but water damage occurred, which forced the electricity to be disconnected. More than 100 residents, 111, are being temporarily relocated while crews work to repair the damage. A local star is scoring her own wine brand. Della Don on the drive, the attack, and the finish! Elena Della Don! Washington Mystic Star Center Elena Della Don is launching Del Don Wines, making it the first ever wine brand by a WNBA star. Proceeds from the sales 
will go equally to Elena Deladon Foundation and the DD Entrepreneurial Foundation, benefiting Lyme disease research and supporting female entrepreneurs. It is now available on the DD Project Wines Wines uh, website for forty nine ninety nine. Sports at twenty five and fifty five. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The latest now from Ben Raby. All right.